0: Hey all, thanks for checking out On the Bubble podcast. I'm your host, Josh. The show you're listening to is 100% fan supported. So if you do enjoy today's episode and you want to help us keep making them, check out patreon.com slash joshua That's P A T R E O N.com slash joshua Liston. And as we like to say around here, a share is as good as a dollar. So even if you can't support us financially, which we completely understand given the state of the world at the moment, we definitely appreciate a little sherry share on social media just as much. So thanks again. And now on with the episode. Quote,
1: Defiance was a truly groundbreaking series, delivering an immersive cross-platform experience that transcended the television screen in a way that viewers had never seen before, unquote, Sci-Fi said in a statement. We are incredibly proud of the work of the extraordinary cast, writers, artists, and designers, and especially showrunner Kevin Murphy, who together brought the rich world of defiance to life over its three-season arc.
0: You've just been listening to Stargate Pioneer, aka SP, from the Starling Tribune, and key contributor to GunnerGeek.com. SP was reading part of Sci-Fi Channel's comments around the cancellation of the show Defiance, which was reported on October 16th, 2015 by Deadline Hollywood. We'll be hearing more from SP in this episode, so big shout out to him and to GunnerGeek.com. This is On The Bubble Podcast. My name is Josh Liston. For all of today's links, images and audio attributions, go to OnTheBubblePodcast.com. Now let's talk some Defiance. as mentioned in my introduction to today's episode, Defiance was canceled in mid-October 2015, which is the first of several unique factors in the cancellation of Defiance, with the last air date for Defiance being August 28th, 2015, and no official confirmation coming from Sci-Fi until close to 2 months later in October 2015. As you can imagine, there was confusion and eventual disappointment for the cast and crew and showrunners, but also there were some angry fans out there that were wondering what's going on with our favourite sci-fi show. And unlike some other fan campaigns where it takes a while for the fan campaign to ramp up or to have a focus or to really get going and garner some momentum, the Bring Back Defiance fan campaign, hashtag Bring Back Defiance and hashtag Renew Defiance, was Rolling within just a couple of days. But before we dive into the specifics of the fan campaign, which heavily revolved around a change.org petition, which we'll discuss more in detail later, there was a lot of anger amongst fans that, if nothing else, why did Sci Fi make us wait nearly two months just to find out that the show was going to be cancelled? So I'm going to play another clip featuring SP. And this is actually from his Fantastic Defiance fan show. Along with his two co-hosts, they produced Voices of Defiance, and I think it really gives us a feeling for the ire that was directed at Sci-Fi for making Defiance fans have to wait really for what turned out to be no reason, because they decided to cancel the show. So we'll cut to that now.
1: The one lesson that I hope they learn from this is not wait so friggin' long to make the decision, because that's really what got everybody upset. Yeah, because like you were saying earlier, there's so much negativity on Twitter at the moment. I mean, they're getting hammered and rightly so because they did it to themselves because within two days in the in the same week, they canceled two big shows. I think they made the decision together and they just parsed out the announcement so it wasn't just one big hate. We're cutting everything. Yeah, I yeah. think that's exactly what happened. And I think the Defiance announcement Daniel. specifically came on a Friday afternoon because of that. Hey, if you want to control spin, that's what you do. You throw it out on Friday afternoon.
0: One aspect of Defiance, which is quite special and it fed into the fan campaign, was the close relationship on Twitter between cast and crew of the show and the fans around the show, which certainly surfaced with full force when the show was cancelled by Sci Fi in October 2015. One example of the relationship between the fans and the cast and crew was between lead man Grant Bowler who played Joshua Nolan, and the Defiance fans on Twitter. So I'm going to play now a series of tweets which came from Grant Bowler himself over the days that followed the cancellation. And these are going to be read by Josh R. Moore from Wrestle Radio Australia. So thanks to Josh for providing the audio for that. Grant Bowler in the days following the cancellation of Defiance via Twitter. I'd like to thank at Sci-Fi tv and at
2: KevinMurphyHC for their trust in me and for the adventure and wonderful ride. Hashtag Defiance. A huge thank you goes out to our amazing fans. We will live on in the magical world of repeats. Hashtag Defiance, it was an honour to work on the
0: show. Sucks for those wonderful, talented folks. A few Aussies in the bunch too. Great job all round. So it's probably time that I bought in the main element of the fan campaign, the Bring Back Defiance fan campaign, which was a change.org petition, which puts into words the special relationship between the cast, the crew, and the fans around the show on Twitter. This was recorded and performed by Dave Gertler, founder of the Castaway Podcast Awards. Shout out to Dave for recording this and sending it in. Defiance cast and
2: crew were active participants in live tweeting the episodes on Twitter this social activity allowed a new and rare glimpse into the thoughts of the show's crew and actors. The Defiance fandom, affectionately labelled as Vaux fans by the writers, based on the word Votan, the term for the group of alien races that arrived on Earth, grew on Twitter in ways never experienced before. There was a bond that formed between fans, as well as between fans with the cast slash crew.
0: I love the term Vaux fans. It's a Cool term, and it really worked well on Twitter, etc. And it's kind of permeated the whole fan campaign. But just before we do dive into the change.org Netflix campaign, I think it's important that we talk about one other rather unique thing about Defiance, which flowed on into the actual fan campaign. And I'm not sure whether it made a big difference to the campaign or not, and to the future of the show in the end. But Unlike some other shows we've looked at in the past, Sarah Connor Chronicles again, The Almighty Johnsons, even Chuck, the last episode of season three, which ended up being, up until this point, the very last episode ever of Defiance, didn't have a cliffhanger. And we're going to go to some audio now with showrunner Kevin Murphy, once again, from the amazing Voices of Defiance podcast, where he describes... The balancing act that a showrunner goes through and a writer with the way modern television works and deciding, do we have a cliffhanger or don't we have a cliffhanger? Because as we've seen with past shows, for example, the cliffhanger at the end of Sarah Connor Chronicles, the level of why did they leave it like that? Oh my gosh, what's going on? Was part of the reason the fan campaign kept going and kept fueling itself. So we're going to hear from Kevin Murphy now what happens when you end a show the right way, but you actually still want it to keep going. And it's a really interesting piece of audio. So we'll go to that now. Thank you, sir. Oh, well, thank you. And I hope, uh, I hope to pick the show up
3: and we get to, uh, do it again next year. Oh. <laughs> Looking <laughs> forward too. to yeah, it. We were, re- we were very worried about that with the, uh, the end because we're like, Oh my God, there's no, there's no cliffhanger. The they ended it elegant and beautiful. That's going to be a problem. Well, well that, that came from, <laughs> that came from two things. One was, uh, One of the mandates from the network, which I don't mind, is the conventional wisdom used to be you've got to hook the audience at the end of the season, so they come back. That seems like kind of baloney when it's a year between seasons. Mm -hmm. There's no cliffhanger that is that satisfactory. And and I think that (laughs) I've always ended on a cliffhanger because that's what they insisted on. And... You know, first year when we didn't end as much as a cliffhanger, we had to go back and reshoot to make it more of a cliffhanger. And we had to have Earth Republic rolling into town, which was something that we did after we had uh, wrapped Principal Photography. But this year, they sort of changed because people binge watch and they watch seasons in a unit and people aren't hooked waiting for the next year of of, of programming. But now they, they want to treat their seasons as more of like a miniseries. Like, obviously, there there's things that you want to know more about. But they want things to feel like they come to a satisfying conclusion. So I was all, all about that because I personally prefer that creatively. Like I, I like, you know, if I love a show and it ends and I feel good and I feel a sense of, of closure, that's not going to stop me from reading the next book or watching the next episode or, or watching the sequel. I, I, I love, if I love something, I love it. So I was happy to be able to do that. And then the other, but, but it, when, when we turned in our first cut, uh, Paul Leonard, our, our post producer and a couple of our writers, uh, they said, Oh, geez. I, I hope we haven't done too good a job of, uh, creating a satisfying, uh, season finale. Cause it feels like a series finale. And I'm like, well, you know what? That's okay. Cause it could be a series finale. And if people have committed to three years, like I can't promise the show is going to be picked up. Uh, I, then at least people feel that they didn't get screwed by the experience. You know, I've I've done shows that have gotten canceled and nobody ever gets to find out what happened.
0: As I've been alluding to pretty much all episode, the biggest initiative in the bring back defiance fan campaign was actually a change.org petition called Netflix Save the defiance TV show. And it was a really well-written petition. It was very well focused. It wasn't, Generic to the existing studio, where the initial campaigns are directed at the studio that currently owns the content or produces the content. And it wasn't directed at very similar studios with similar production values or mentalities or budgets. The Vo fans driving the Defiance fan campaign were very clear on not just where can Defiance continue, but where can it flourish? Where can it be the best it can possibly be? And given the way modern social media works and all those things, what is the ideal place for this show to live on and to be even better? The group that was driving the Change.org petition very quickly decided after the cancellation, Netflix is the perfect place for defiance. It is actually a superior option to sci-fi continuing the show. So in the episode resources at onthebubblepodcast.com, Or right below where you're listening to this in your podcast player, you will find a link to the entire change.org petition for Defiance. But I thought I'd finish up with two pieces of audio. The first is from Dave Gertler from the Castaway Podcast Awards, and the second is from Sam Loy from the Human Ordinary Podcast. And just a production note, I'm incredibly jealous of Sam's voice. Sounds amazing. So enjoy that. And I just wanted to say thank you once again to SP to his co-contributors on Voices of Defiance, to Josh R. Moore, to Dave, and also to Sam for your audio contributions today. With such a focused fan campaign for Defiance and the change.org letter being such a big part of that, there wasn't actually that many different aspects to the campaign like maybe there was with Terminator or Chuck. So where there was lots to cover and there was a massive timeline, it was a very focused effort. So So without that core group of audio creators today and contributors, it would have been a very short and boring episode. So thanks, guys. And we'll cut to Dave and then to Sam. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode where we're going to cover the fan campaign for Legend of the Seeker, one of my new favorite shows. Defiance cast
2: and crew were active participants in live tweeting the episodes on Twitter. This social activity allowed a new and rare glimpse into the thoughts of the show's crew and actors. The Defiance fandom, affectionately labelled as VOFANS by the writers, based on the word Votan, the term for the group of alien races that arrived on Earth, grew on Twitter in ways never experienced before. There was a bond that formed between fans, as well as between fans with the cast slash crew. As devoted Vogue fans, we implore Netflix to consider saving defiance. We chose Netflix because it would allow worldwide exposure, which is important during live tweeting sessions. For instance, fans in the UK wouldn't have to wait three months to watch the episodes with US viewers. Netflix would also allow more mature content, which would help obtain more viewers. Netflix would be in a unique position to drive further interaction between the game and the television series, as well as cross-promote their streaming services to fans worldwide. Overall, we believe Netflix would be a great place for Defiance to grow as a television show. The fans below are not ready to let go. Please consider this petition to bring back Defiance.